Check one, check two, here we go. Welcome to the Cannabis Coffee Hour, episode four, with your host, me, Rob Cantrell. Yeah, it's me. Uh, this is it, guys. It's coming along. I'm digging it. I got three episodes up prior to this one, if you do math, uh, and I like them. Uh, are they perfect? No. Uh, are they fun? Yes. I love doing this podcast. It's super simple. It's super easy. I'm trying to figure out, you know, which day to roll it out, uh, which day is good with my schedule. But I do have a really good episode in store for you today. Uh, we're drinking hot coffee, everybody. It's cold out there. I'm on the East Coast. I'm in Brooklyn, and it's cold. It's uh, The sun is out, but it's brick, yo, as they say. Um, it's cold. Not super brick, but it's it's getting to that point where it's kind of punching you in the face a little bit. Like, I'm not, I only went outside once for a little bit, and I was like, ah, I want some hot coffee. And that's what I got. I got, uh, I'm actually on my uh, second French press of the day. So I'm ready for this podcast. We're going to try to do it in one shot. Um, sometimes I piece it together. Like the number three, the CBD latte, which I had a lot of fun doing uh the sound didn't come out that great recording on the street with the lob there was a lot of wind and it's uh you know i'm just learning this technology as i go along but uh, i made a funky cool beat and i had fun with the edit you know i may have played the music a little too long so you know maybe some people are like what's up with this music going on for five minutes in the beginning well that's me having some fun and that's what i'm here to do to have fun and drink some coffee and smoke some weed. And that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna, I have just a straight up hot coffee, a great one. I got this from the store. I was looking for something different, but I was also looking for what I like. Uh, I like a medium roast. I don't like a French roast. I don't like a dark roast. I like it right in the middle. And I do, light roast is a little weird. It starts to come out like iced tea. But this is from a, a New York roasting house. I got a good bag of coffee. It wasn't the most expensive. I'd say it's right under, let's say, if Stumptown and Intelligentsia is like up there on the top part of your mass-produced beans. This is right around in that neighborhood, but this is New York, and I thought I would probably get a fresher roast. As you know, I like to go to the source and get the fresh stuff. And this stuff was... Let's see, uh, today is no, I don't know, it's like second week of November, and this was roasted on 1024, so, and it was in New York, in Millerton, New York, and the brand is called Irving Farm, it's a black bag, it's a dope bag, it's called Irving Farm, it's their 71 house, and it's the, it, it, it describes the taste, which is milk, chocolate, toffee, Clementine Medium Roast, named for our flagship cafe at 71 Irving Place in Gramercy Park, our house blend of Central and South American's single origin shines in its body, sweetness, and depth. That's what I am sipping on, 
or maybe guzzling on. This is my second pot, and I feel it, baby. I can, I can drink some more. Um, maybe after this pot uh, of coffee. Well, I did a French press, so I gra I got the whole beans, and then I just got the simple like fifty dollar, hundred dollar grinder. I've learned how to measure it out. Like it doesn't tell you how to do a French press, but if you just do it, a French press you kind of want a crunchier, more sloppy grind. And that's what I did with my automatic grinder. I just hit it, it's like, it's so fast. So I'm just like, I get it, get it nice and kind of rocky and crunchy. And then I fill it up, you know, a good, you know, a good inch and a half in the French press. So I did that and I got some hot water and I poured it over it. And this is my second French press of the day, just starting. I haven't finished it. So, uh, but I also, uh, and it's really good coffee. I love it. Shout out to Irving Farm. You got a cool looking bag. It has like a black crow on the front. It looks like, you know, Edgar Allan Poe's coffee because it's all black, but then the Irving Farm is in really strong white font. And then the description, I mean, milk chocolate, toffee, and clementine on a medium roast. Dude, what are you talking about? That's sick. Uh, I've never, I think I've gotten a coffee here. This is in the Gramercy Park neighborhood of New York. And what's cool about that neighborhood is one of the, one of the best theaters in town. Um, it's more intimate. It's not the biggest. It's not the most well known, but it's called the Gramercy Theater. And that's where Doug Benson does his live podcast. I performed the Marijuana Logs, the play, the Marijuana Logs, there with Doug years ago. We sold it out. That was a really cool. Me, it was myself and Tony Kameen and Doug. And then another time we sold it out on 420. That was with my good friend and comedy writer, uh, Bruce Cherry and Tony Kameen, who was one of the original cats on, in the play. But uh, yeah, the backstage is awesome at the Gramercy. It's this old theater in New York that holds maybe 500 to 1,000 people. And it's just built in this really cool neighborhood, Gramercy, which is kind of above the Lower East Side, but it's not Midtown. And there's a couple colleges around there. It's really good. And there's Gramercy Park is a beautiful, like, classic old New York park. Small. It's not like, you know, it's not Prospect Park or it's not Central Park, but it's just one of those off joints that you might, you know, shoot some heroin in and nod off for a while or, you know, or you're just taking a break from your office job and you're going out there to eat a bologna sandwich because everybody in your office has funky breath and their attitude and personality kind of rubs you the wrong way and you've been at the job too long. And the, that office vibe is pretty rough. But uh, that neighborhood is cool as hell, and I'll go by and check this coffee shop and maybe tell them, yo, check out my podcast, Cannabis Coffee Hour, because uh, I really think Herb is getting legal. Shout out to Michigan. Jeez Louise. My mom is from uh, Michigan, from Lansing, and I grew up going up to this, uh, going up there and visiting my uncles and my grandfather and my grandmother. They're all buried up there, so... I got a lot of Michigan in me. I go up there a lot. I have uh, an aunt, you know, in Detroit. I love her. And I just, yeah, I love going back to that area. And now that they're legalizing herb, oh my God, that's awesome. The last time I was in Michigan, they were selling CBD gummies. 
And I was, that blew my mind because I needed one because I was hanging out with my relatives and I didn't have any weed, but I didn't want to get super baked because, you know, you're with your relatives, you haven't seen them in 20 years and, you know, you really want to just grasp that moment, but you also want to sleep. And sometimes, you know, I'm always on some weird fold out or something when you're visiting relatives. Uh, So that kind of came through. But now that the state has legalized weed, go Michigan, yo, Detroit's going to blow up. Uh, I do love performing in Detroit. Shout out Detroit. Shout out, what was it, Motor City Casino? That was the last place I did with Tracy Morgan. I'm just coming off a week of shows in Florida that I'm going to tell you all about. But let's get back to the coffee and the weed. Okay, I got a French press of coffee. I'm going to take a big sip of it. I got some no-fat milk. That's what was in the refrigerator. I really don't care about creamer. I dig almond milk. Sometimes I just dig fucking straight up cream. If you got a cow, I'll put my cup out right underneath it. Maybe a goat. I'll fucking do that as well. Put some goat milk in this thing. But no, I just like some creamer with my coffee. Medium roast. This is what I got. I also have on the side a seltzer. A cup of seltzer. If you're down with the bubbles. We're bubbling up. Now, on the herb front, I did have... uh, I, a friend gave me some California herb. He must have came back through the L.A. airport because, as you know, they can't take your weed in the L.A. airport. It's really wild, and it's official in L.A. And the place has more dispensaries than it has, you know, surf shops. I was going to say churches, but I'm trying not to be sacrilegious too much. I'm too old for that shit, man. Um... I'm in my 40s. Like, I have a big joke about it. Like, I'm drinking vinegar for no reason. I'm freebasing fish oil. I do love life. I want to live. Especially with weed and CBD getting legal. These places might be dope. Now, politics is getting bonk. I don't. I just don't want to go into it. I just want to have a podcast that's not about any of that. It's just straight about me doing comedy and funky beats and herb and the shit I just want to go into the happy place about. I only got an hour with you guys. So let's just concentrate on that. So I got the O, this is called the Tahoe OG, and I got the Leafly here. But uh, I just got, you know, I just got one little nug, and I I have a grinder, a really small grinder that somebody gave to me years ago after a Doug Benson podcast, a Doug Love Movies podcast that I was guesting on at the Gramercy. And it's from an online shop called Got Vape. And shout out to Brian uh, McChance. He's my boy. He gave me this grinder that I've used for the last 10 years. And it's literally so small. It's the size of a thimble. I don't, you know, I'm not, I, I'm going to tell you straight up. I'm not the biggest weed smoker in the world. There's a lot more people that smoke a lot more weed than I do. I just like it now and then. Like for this podcast, we're going old school, yo. I got a cup of Joe hot out the French press, and then I ground it up just a nice nug of California, right out of California, Tahoe OG, which is a hybrid. Um, not much CBD in this, 0.3%, but the THC count, youch, THC count is 18.30, which is high THC, which means it's going to get you ripped. So I don't need that much. All I need is maybe one, one hitter or two one-hitters, but 
Um, yeah, I'm excited to uh, kind of calm down that first <laughs> that first jug of coffee that I drank, and maybe I'm speaking a little too fast on this podcast. I was just so excited. I've been having a uh, a lot of fun on tour um, that I will tell you all about. But first, let's uh, taste a little bit of this uh, Tahoe OG. Before. One more thing, uh, Lake Tahoe is one of the most beautiful places on earth, and it's in America. I've been there, I've played Reno a bunch, and the one thing about Reno is Tahoe is only 30 minutes away. But I've also played Tahoe before, when I lived in San Francisco, that was kind of like a one-nighter gig that you would go up there, there's some casinos up there. But Tahoe is in Northern California, it's above San Francisco, it's about two hours up into these mountains, near Humboldt and all that, but it's into the mountain, Tahoe Mountains, I guess, but, uh, there's, like, these awesome, really steep, like, they've had the uh, ski Olympics there, really steep mountains, but great powder, it feels like Colorado, but at the base of the mountain is this blue lake, like, this blue, like, alien avatar color looking lake that's so vivid, so you take the fucking mountains of uh, Colorado, and then put the bluest lake you could ever imagine. I think some glacier must have melted to form this thing, because it's just this awesome, it's just the freshest water I've ever seen. Uh, I've seen some pretty fresh water. Virginia had some pretty fresh water that I used to swim in, in southern Virginia. But, uh, that we used to drink, actually. It was, it was a different time. Uh, less pollutant. Uh, I'm old, I'm 46, this was the 70s. But no, Tahoe is just one of the best places on earth. So I guess Tahoe OG was probably some grower ski bum that came up with this strain. So shout out to Lake Tahoe. Oh man. That tastes amazing. It was ground perfectly. You know, I just blew the uh, smoke right into the sun. It is sunny, but I got the shades down. But there's a little part of the sun that's shooting through, and you can just see the smoke. Very trippy. Um, but no, it tasted amazing. It absolutely tasted amazing. And it's hitting me kind of straight out the gate. Uh, so yeah, Tahoe OG. Do you ever get a chance? I've, I've snowboarded Lake Tahoe once or twice. Like I said, when I lived in San Francisco, I worked at Lombardi's Sports, which was a sporting goods store that uh, I worked in like the camping department, but it was connected to the snowboard department and they had deals with all the ski mountains up at Tahoe because it was only two hours away. That's the dope thing about San Francisco. The thing about San Francisco, like, the city is dope, but New York as a city is better. But but the nature that's around San Francisco, like, you go out to Marin County, you go up to those wine, up to that wine country, man, that's some of the most beautiful uh, land in the world. And Lake Tahoe, like, I've been around the world, I mean, I've been, not, you know, I've been around the world. I have been around the world. I haven't been to Australia been as far as Southeast Asia, and then I've been to Mexico and Canada. Well, I guess I haven't been around the world, but I've been around. And I will say there's nothing like Lake Tahoe. That is one of the most, 
if you ever get a chance, it's only like two hours away from San Francisco, two and a half hours. You could take a train up there. You could get a ride or rent a car and go right up there. Get a get a hotel up there and stay a couple days if you ever get the chance. It is one of the most beautiful places on earth. Um, but so is Brooklyn in its own way. They don't have bodegas or or uh, they don't have bodegas or you know cave shows every other block and uh, a billion coffee shops. They got some coffee shops for sure, and they do have the Tahoe OG. I need to get back there. I need to get back to California. That's what I'm talking about. Anybody wants to sponsor me out in California, fly me out for a show. I'm down. Let's do this. All right. Uh, I can. I have tons of friends out there that can open up for me. Um, I know the weed dispensaries must all have money. If you want to put on a show, all you have to do is, if you're serious and got the weed bread, hook me up, send me an email at contact at Rob Cantrell, and let's do a big comedy tour. Are you down? We'll do Lake Tahoe. What would be the best California tour? It'd be like, um, Lake Tahoe, Tahoe, Humboldt, down to Marin, Shout out Throckmore Theater. That's a really cool theater in Marin County that I have. They have a good comedy night. And Robin Williams used to play there because he lived right down the street. It's one of the coolest neighborhoods. It's one of the most beautiful places. That's where the Grateful Dead all live. After the 1969 Summer of Love, like after all this rock and roll and all this art exploded out of San Francisco, which was due to, you know, a lot of LSD and weed uh the grateful dead became you know bill graham presents all that like they became very powerful and rich people you know and so they own all those music people a lot of the entertainment industry all in that upper part of san francisco but then the tech people came along in the 80s but before the tech before apple before ibm it was fucking Jimi hendrix the grateful dead and janice joplin playing places like the uh like the Fillmore and playing places like the Warfield and playing places like the Punchline Comedy Club, Cobb's Comedy Club. No, they never played there, but that's what the comedy clubs that I've performed at and that I came up in San Francisco performing at. The first comedy club I ever performed at was the San Francisco Punchline. That was the first place I ever performed stand-up comedy. Growing up in D.C. and Virginia, nobody really went for their dreams back then. It's not like, like I said, I wasn't really into sports and stuff like that. Like, I was definitely a creative person from the get. But back in the day, they didn't really know what to do. With, you had to be very, very self-aware um, or, you know, not self-aware to, you know, try to make it as a creative person in the 70s and 80s. Um but San Francisco was very friendly to creative people as well as gay people and as well as hippies and marijuana smokers. Like that's where all the weirdos went and those guys exploded. You know, those guys were the biggest acts, the Grateful Dead, Jefferson Airplane, like some of the biggest acts in rock and roll, like, like Beatles and then those guys. So shout out to San Francisco. I want to go back there, but yeah, a great tour would be go to San Francisco. And then you want to take Route 1 down to Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is one of the best surfing spots in the world. 
And it's this little hippie town, like two hours south on this road that runs on the coast of, you know, one of the coolest oceans, the, uh, is that the Pacific? Yeah, the Pacific Ocean. Uh, how I remembered that was OP, Ocean Pacific. Wait a second. The Pacific Ocean. I'm looking this up on Google. That's all. Yeah, that is, I was right. OP is from California. That's how I remember it. And the Atlantic is our side, is East Coast. But, uh, yeah, Santa Cruz is amazing. Great uh, music, little music venues. Just a hippy dippy town. If, like, if you, back in the day, if you were, like, into building dream catchers, or if you were an astrologer, like a world-renowned astrologer, or you made dream catchers, or you uh, made yak milk, like if you like uh, had livestock like yaks, and you made some milk from the yaks, and you made cheese, yak milk cheese comes from Santa Cruz, I think. No, but a great, I'm not really. Uh, I, did, I played there a few times. Place, shout out the Crow's Nest, uh, which is this... Uh, seafood restaurant that used to have comedy shows, man. One time, uh, I slept in the trunk of my car. No, my hatchback on the Nissan. I had a Nissan SX. 89 Nissan XSX. Um, when I lived in San Francisco in LA. It was after Last Comic Standing. So when I was first on the very first season, if you didn't know, I was a top 10 finalist. People don't really remember reality shows, so but so the people that do really remember it. And I was on Last Comic Standing, the very first season, with Ralphie May and Rich Voss and Corey Kahaney and a few other comics, and it was a big time in my beginning of my comedy career. And I just got that, and I got it from San Francisco. And uh, I had this Nissan. I got the, my first car. I bought this car from my manager's friend. I got a manager. Uh, I moved to L.A. I had my own apartment in L.A. for a year and a half. I paid it all on comedy money. Um, it, was, it was a great, great time. But I had this used car. Because you don't want to buy a new car in L.A. That's the only problem about L.A., in California, everybody's out there, and the, yeah, the real estate is so expensive, and it's car life. San Francisco, there is public transportation. Really good. Not really, really good. It's not as good as New York. It's not 24-7. It stops around 2, and you can get caught slipping, too. Um, but um, L.A.'s got too many cars. That was it. That's why I moved out of L.A. Um, I like walking around, man. That's... That's what I am, man. I I am, uh, dude. I put on my, I rock my, uh, my Solomons. I got these Solomons, like shoes, like the Solomons walking shoes. I put those on in New York and just cruise, my man, um, and get my exercise. I gotta get my steps in. How are you guys zenning it out? I haven't been good, man. I think I need to meditate. I know I made a promise of meditating three times before this podcast, but I've been busy. I've been busy, and I gotta slow down a little bit. But I also 
wanted to get this podcast done. But I was just in Florida this past weekend working with Tracy Morgan. We did three dates. We did Clearwater, Florida. We did, I flew down there with the other comedians and I opened up, meaning I did five to seven minutes and I helped, you know, write and organize material and, you know, just pretty much vibe out with the other comics and, you know, sometimes I do a little bit more time than others. Uh, but it was an amazing time. We did three shows um, in, in Florida and it was really busy. They were just back to back, like boom, boom, boom. And now I'm back here in town. Um, so it was a lot of fun. We did Clearwater, Florida. We did Tampa. Shout out to the Fort Lauderdale. No, it's, it's not Fort Lauderdale. It's, uh, it was, it's where the Hard Rock Casino is. I think it's Fort Lauderdale. Hollywood. It's Hollywood, Florida. There is a Hollywood, Florida. And they have a great casino, a Hard Rock Casino. And they used to have an Irvine. Uh, they used to have, not an Irvine. They used to have an improv there. And uh, it was great, but that closed down. Am I talking too fast? I can't tell. <laughs> I might have to drink some seltzer water. I can't, I can't tell if I've drank too much coffee or too little coffee. Because I have been working a lot. And I did a show last night in the Lower East Side. I went out for that. And then I'm supposed to perform this weekend. But this past weekend... Yeah, we did, uh, there's a really good Hard Rock Casino there that's amazing. And this, it sat like, I think, like 1,500 to 3,000. It's a huge room and it was packed. It's like a little mini amphitheater. It's crazy. Um, so, yeah, these are big, big comedy shows. Uh, this is like a theater casino tour. So it's, uh, it's a lot of fun. And uh, that's it, man. I think I need some more. Irving Farm House Coffee here. Did you guys like the music? I don't know. I think I'm going to try to change up the beats like every episode. Or I'm going to just keep on playing with all this stuff. You know, there were some sketches on the last episode. Uh, that just I did, you know, completely spontaneously because the sound wasn't that good and I just recorded a couple sketches just to like kind of sketch it out actually um when I interviewed the chipmunk I did that all like improv quickly and then I just edited it right into the episode because it was missing so much and then I had to go back and record more and I kind of patched it all together with GarageBand but I learned some stuff with GarageBand on that turn um, I definitely learned how to play with the sound levels in the editing. I watched a video to learn that, and that was fascinating. I, you know, I made a, a a punch through, you know? Do you guys get what I'm saying? Like, when you just punch through, when you just uh, fit, you, you do, couldn't figure it out. I couldn't figure out how to turn the sound off in GarageBand, or not turn the sound off, but lower the sound in the individual tracks meaning like if the music's going over the sound of the voice like the track from my lavalier mic like i didn't know how to turn it up and turn it down and mix it properly until this past episode that i learned to do it so that was a lot of the why i was playing so much of that loop and kind of you know weaving it in and out i thought that was fun because i actually went into the cbd 
uh, coffee place. Well, the coffee place that actually adds CBD to your coffee if you ask for it. And I did that. And I recorded it all on the lavalier. So that was kind of fun and interesting. I hope you guys enjoyed it because uh, I surely did enjoy drinking it. So shout out to Chaos Cafe in Brooklyn all day. Uh, shout out to Legalization. Um, I actually think I could use some CBD with this Tahoe OG because it doesn't have that much CBD. So... My anxiety might be up a little bit on this one because <laughs> I did drink a whole pot of coffee before this, but I've I've been learning to let go of fear a lot more. Um, but you always need a little bit of a sense of it. Um, but I do am excited about the legalization of Michigan, and I am excited of pot being cannabis being legalized in Michigan. And then I am excited. What else new has been going on? And doing these comedy shows and doing this podcast, doing these live, I'm doing live stand-up comedy a lot. And then I've just launched a podcast and I'm rolling out a video series and it's coming out great. We just put out the second episode. It says number three, but that's Mookie and I put together a series called PMA and the first episode was more of a highlight reel what you were going to see from these six to seven sketches that we uh, videoed that we recorded and, and wrote scripts for um, and shot ourselves on a really good SLR camera that our friend uh, Matt Weir shout out to Matt Weir um, he actually wrote for the WWE or F. I'm not sure which one. He's really into wrestling, and he wrote for professional wrestlers. And he also does sketch comedy, and he's really funny. And he does some stand-up, but he also, I think mostly, like, he's concentrating on shooting and directing and producing, just like Mookie and I. And uh, so he was down to shoot because he knew how to do it. And he had the camera. So shout-out to him. Uh, I definitely owe him some CBD coffee. But uh, yeah, it's a sh series, and we just launched the third episode. So check it out. It's called Ex-Squirrel Friend, and uh, it's really funny. So I got that on my Twitter. And uh, <clears throat> so with all this stuff, it's I ended up making YouTubes, but we're going to put more episodes out and kind of spell out. I'm not sure if the idea of the of of the overall theme of the series can be seen yet but it's piecing together like a puzzle you know with a lot of art you got to piece it together you're like oh this is some over here and this is some over there and so we're, we're kind of editing out we got like all this content that we're rolling out so i guess what i'm saying is i need this coffee and i do need this one hitter but i'm going to slow down on the one hitter you know what i'm going to take a hit of some lip balm some lip balm i don't know what lip balm this is but i do think it's the tea tree oil one I hope it is but the only thing about lip balm I left this one in the pocket when I did the laundry right and so the, the whole label is wiped off uh and so now and it's probably watered down because you know it got rinsed with uh with hydrogen peroxide and, and water in my underwear but I think I'm still gonna rock it you know my lips are drying out right now and yeah you gotta dry you gotta hydrate I think all this talking 
all this shit talking. I'm trying not to gossip anymore and talk that much shit, but it's hard with a podcast because pretty much a podcast is just motherfuckers talking shit all day. <laughs> uh, but, you know, uh, this one's all going to be all about coffee and lip balm and seltzer water, and that's what I'm having right now. Um, you know, I do the Soda Stream. Shout out the Soda Stream. Uh, I should do a whole reel of all my shout outs over a funky beat at the end. But shout out the Soda Stream. They uh, are seltzer cartridges that you do refill the bottles. So I do that. I, re- I haven't drank a soda since 87, man. Uh, no, it's been a while since I've drank it's drank had a soda i'll enjoy it now and then maybe a coca-cola if I, only if i need the caffeine but most of the time i'm like man my teeth can't hurt you know uh like i said i don't know if you heard it from, i got my wisdom teeth pulled on a groupon i experienced that in brooklyn this dude way out in brooklyn this jewish dude good dentist but it was on the groupon the motherfucker just had pliers really just ripped my tooth out and he was strong so he came right out but it, i'm old and strong too it was a uh, it was pretty brutal so i can't drink drinking fucking soda i'm trying to really take care of my teeth man i need to get my and there's one tooth i need to, like i told you before i one of my fillings dropped down and there's front tooth i need to get fixed here soon but uh we're working on it you know uh but i'm getting it together and these shows are coming along. I'll get one of these teeth. I got I got other bills to pay before that right now. I got a coffee bill to pay to stain my teeth. Oh, man. Uh, what else can we talk about? The last episode was fun going to the park. I really want to get back out to nature. And... Um, Uh, just breathe some fresh air. I mean, the city's great, but that's the one thing about the city. I do get to walk around, but, you know, in small towns and suburbia and out in the woods, uh, that's where it's at, man. That's where your heart can get really healthy and you can breathe some really good air, you know? Uh, So that's what I'm talking about. I went up to, I had a great uh, time. Shout out to Jenny Rubin. And I believe Nick, forget what Nick's last name. I do remember it. I wrote it down. But they have a venue in Egremont, Massachusetts, which is two hours up north. And it's a venue called The Barn. And it's part of this, like, really cool, I don't know, high-end hotel, bed and breakfast. Not really high-end, but just out in the woods and done really well and cool. And then they have a really good restaurant that I think the whole town all knows about. Like, it's like the dope restaurant in town. But then they have this back barn that my friend, who was a comic in the Lower East Side, super cool girl, uh, Jenny Rubin. And she used to do shows at uh, this place called Comics in New York. And she also did shows, what was that, at Rafifi and a couple other places. But I knew her back in the day, and she moved up north and uh his boyfriend girlfriend or i don't know they might be married if i got that wrong i don't know but uh she works there and he kind of runs the place they have this cool great venue the barn and they book great music and great comics and i got to do a night up there they gave me a wednesday and i was like i don't know if that's going to be good but it was me and i brought up boris hyken 
who's a comedian and a filmmaker, and he also does a lot at the Upright Citizens Brigade. Really good guy. And I've done some rap songs with him. He had an improv group that would do hip-hop, and they were really good. That was called uh, North North Coast. Yeah, it's called North Coast. I did. I would open for them. They, would ha- they liked my stand-up, so I would open for them. But they were amazing. They could really freestyle. Like, I can rap, but... I mean, my freestyle still, I'll be honest with you, it's not the best. I'll go back to a lot of, and you know that, you know? <laughs> or what's another, don't you know? I'll say something, like, I'll just say something again. You know, your freestyle is like a lot like practicing stand-up. Like, you got to go out there and kind of keep the ball up in the air. But when you're on point, you're really on point. I need to work on, maybe we'll do some freestyles on this podcast too, soon as I uh, build exactly what this is and how all the levels and beats and timing is going to play out. But uh, we went up and did this gig up there, and it was awesome. And Boris also brought some salmon, straight salmon that he got from Costco. And then he learned how to cure the salmon, which was like you put sugar and salt on it, and then you, I don't know if you, you don't put it in the oven. It's like how you, there's this way of, cooking fish called savite, which you do it through lime juice. It's a chemical reaction. It's more of the, a chemical reaction that cooks the fish without cooking it. And that's why how you can eat like that raw, like you think it's raw salmon, it's all red. But he learned how to do it and he's been perfecting it. And he just brought this big thing of cut salmon. And I was starving Marvin and he had it on ice. Like it was just perfect. And we were at this gas station where I, I think I got a coffee. I think I needed some coffee. And we were on our way to the show. Like, it was just a one-nighter we did up at the barn in Egremont uh, with my friend Jenny Rubin on a Wednesday. And we left, like, at 3.30. It's a pain in the neck to drive out in New York, actually, if you don't time it right. Man, some of these uh, gigs that I've done locally with Tracy Morgan, the timing is just, like, because we always leave, like, at 5 and we'll hit traffic and stuff. It's just coming out of New York. There's just too many damn people. I'm just not into cars. I like walking. But if I did have a car, I would like a Jeep. Like, I really like those renegade Jeeps. Renegade. You know that Eminem, Jay-Z song? Uh, No, uh, Jeep has a really cool car. I don't know. The newer ones look a little too boxy. Slow down on the boxy uh, Jeep. I like the maybe two years ago renegade from jeep and jeep is actually an american car i think people should buy american cars i know they're not the best but if i don't know i don't think i should tell anybody what the fuck to do if i'm gonna buy a car i think i would feel better if i bought american maybe that's fucking dumb um but i think uh somebody told me that had one of those renegade jeeps that was driving me around i did these theater shows with ralphie may actually a few years ago it was like maybe a year before he died uh, rest in peace, my good, good friend, Ralphie May. Um, I'll tell more of that story and maybe do a tribute to Ralphie or maybe give one of Ralphie's friends on this podcast. Ralphie was a good, very good friend of mine and helped me out a bunch in stand-up comedy and got me gigs several, several times and was a good dude and hilarious and fun, really fun to smoke pot with. And uh, I don't want to start crying, so I won't go into it too deep. But god damn it, I forgot what I was talking about. 
Let me have some seltzer. Um. Mm. And some coffee. Maybe the coffee will help me. Um, remember what I was. Oh, was it the Wednesday night up in Egremont? And well, it was just a really dope bed and breakfast. Um, up there. And uh, Boris and I went up there and we ate salmon on the way. And then we had awesome tacos. Like it had amazing foods. The barn in Egremont, like uh, Nick does the cooking and the cooking is a fucking awesome. He has like these high-end street tacos and I had this bomb ass salad and all the food is super fresh because they live out in the woods and he knows how to hook it up. So I, I did that. I actually had a beer that night. I rarely had a, have a beer, but they had good IPAs up there and we did a show and the place was packed. People came out, you know, um, and it was an amazing show. It was a good break from uh, doing these theater shows and I got to do an hour. Um, so you, you can check out my uh, stand-up dates at robcantrell.com. Um, oh, I was talking about Jeeps. That's what I was talking about. Buy American. Or no, I would buy American if I got enough money to buy a car and I don't want a car. But I guess if I was, the only place I want to have a car is Michigan right now. So I can go out in the woods somewhere and roll a big legal spliff and go fishing. I've been thinking about fishing a lot. I want to go fishing. That's, I just want to turn my phone off and go fishing in Lake Tahoe uh, with Ralphie May and a big joint. Miss Ralphie. Damn it. I didn't want to go there, but I should say, I shouldn't say God damn it. I should God bless. God bless Ralphie May uh, and stand-up comedy. Because it's given me a lot of good times. Uh, last night was a really good show. It's called the Illuminati Show, and it was in Little Italy. Got to go to Little Italy last night. That was fun. Um, I got 20 bucks in cash. I did 10 minutes. Um, it was really cool. Good, good uh, crowd, good energy, great comics. Uh, shout out Namesh Patel was there. Namesh wrote jokes for the Oscars. He also wrote for a season on Saturday Night Live, and he's a great stand-up comic. He always works at the Comedy Cellar. And up, he used to have this spot over in Williamsburg, sorry for burping, uh, over in Williamsburg uh, called Matchless. It was him and Michael Che and my buddy Mike Denny and my girl Becky, they all ran a show over there that was so much fun. I would just go there just to hang out. Some shows are good to just to hang out. That was my Monday. If I didn't have anything going on, I would definitely go hang out. One time, uh, yeah, Michael Che took me out to dinner afterwards. Like we hung out and had bourbon. I rarely drink bourbon, but he had he bought me a shot, and I was like, eh. So I just sipped it, but I respected him buying me a shot and buying me dinner. I think that guy's funny. Shout out to Che. I don't see him or know him that well. Eh, yeah, we're good. I would say, yeah, we're good friends. You know, comics just do shows, and he's a lot younger. So I've done a bunch of shows with him over the years, and I've just seen him rise to fame. I do like Saturday Night Live. I think it's doing well. Uh, I don't watch it all the time. I watch everything on the internet on YouTube. It's too much, dude. I watch too much YouTube. I gotta slow down. I mean, I don't have to. It's just all the rap videos. I gotta, that was my, that was my, sh that was uh, my 
procrastination I would end up watching. But I think I was just trying to teach myself filmmaking. The same reason why I did a lot of my own hip hop videos. I was trying to teach myself filmmaking. You gotta check out my uh, series. You don't have to, you don't have to do whatever. You, you can be like, fuck you, Rob, I ain't doing shit. This podcast is for free. But if you want, um, no, not if you want, no, go fucking watch this thing. I think it's funny as hell. And I've been doing this for a long time. So I know I've been around comedy and I know this ain't whack. This is good. This is uh, The City Bike, PMA number two. Check that video out. It's on my Instagram. That's what I'm talking about. A beautiful day, fresh air. Breathe it all in, Rufy. Mm. I made the beats on some of the newer ones. Uh, I've been enjoying making beats. As I said, I did the title song. You're a regular squirrel. You saw a but it's mostly squirrel? dialogue over this beat. How pissed off would you be? That's an old joke I used to do. I think I may have did it on Last Comic Standard. Uh, on that first season. I know it was a terrible show. I know it was... I hate reality shows. But it was my first break. And I didn't have an agent or a manager. And then I had an agent and manager right after. I've had a lucky, lucky life. Lucky career. But I wanted to go further. I want to... I produced this series. So I want to start producing and writing television. And just creating. Just creating myself more content that I want to hear. You know? I want to hear a, a podcast where a dude just rambles after smoking a half of a one-hitter and drinks way too much coffee uh, and hasn't had that many good nights of sleep lately. I mean, I've had some. I think I just need to zen it out. That brings me to the section of the podcast. Yo, let's zen it out. Uh, I haven't been zen. I got to be good to myself. That's how I'll zen it out, is not thinking, you know, being hard on yourself. You know, I've had a very busy time. I did meditate. Yeah, I did do it in a hotel room and I made it 13 minutes. I put it 15 minutes on my timer. But after 13 minutes, it's like you start itching or something. You know, I couldn't zen it completely. But even even any time shutting the whole system down seems to bring my anxiety and just my overall focus a little bit better. You know, I think it's a lot like just cleaning your lens, you know, is meditation. You know, some people say psychedelics do that, and I think marijuana does that too. Um, but doing it crisp and clean with no caffeine and herb is also very beneficial, I think. Uh, but today, I've just been off a little bit, and I wanted just to uh, get this podcast out there. And, you know, we I haven't... I haven't shut it down. I don't think I have to make any cuts. We're flowing. You know, I'm at 46 minutes right now without a pause on uh, two, no, one cup of coffee after a whole French press of coffee and a half hitter of one hitter of pure California can of soil. That's where this is from. Farms. Uh, Tahoe OG Hybrid. And shout out to Irving Farm, New York, somewhere upstate, uh, for roasting some beans that I really like. I really dig a medium roast. Um, do I like this OG? I like this. I do think this herb is the best. Not the best. It's one of the best uh, strains out there. Definitely. Definitely. This is good, but I, you know, I am a sour diesel dude. I think that's my brand. That's my camel cigarettes is sour diesel, yo. 
and seltzer. Uh, seltzer in the cans with a straw, but you can't drink his straws are being illegal now. Damn it. I love straws. I love, <laughs> I was going to say a cocaine joke, but I don't do cocaine, but I don't want to say that shit loud on a podcast. And people like take that fucking seven years from now t- saying I was podcasting about doing cocaine because I've never done cocaine. Um, at least I don't think, um, <laughs> unless somebody put it in some weed. <laughs> hey, that might be a good joke. I know a lot of comics get their comedy voice from podcasts right now. So that's another good reason, you know, I can listen to this. Maybe there's some jokes in there. Uh, I hope there is. I hope you found this podcast super funny. Uh, Check out my website for dates. I'm going to D.C. I'm going to be in D.C. over Thanksgiving. Yo, I'm visiting my mom and I'm drinking some turkey juice and some stuffing. I'm going to have biscuits in my pocket. I'm rolling out. I'm doing shows at the Big Hunt. Uh, so that's in DuPont DuPont Circle. And I love that neighborhood. I grew up in uh, in D.C., so I know the Big Hunt. I used to go there in my young 20s. Um, but uh, now they're doing comedy in the basement, so it's a trip. I love being there. I'm ha- I love doing this podcast. I'm getting better at it. I hope. I don't know. Can't get too cocky. Got to keep it flowing. Uh, Tell me what coffee you want me to uh, check out. Uh, Send me an email at contact at Rob Cantrell. Uh, Hit me up on my Instagram at Rob Cantrell. No, Rob 88 Cantrell. I got to quit plugging. It it gets a little tacky and whack that your whole podcast is plugging other bullshit. It's not bullshit, but you know what I'm saying. I'm hustling. I'm doing my thing. Uh, and uh, this coffee tastes delicious. I'm Irving Fl- Farms, I'm into it. I'll definitely buy you again. I'm looking to maybe try Pete's coffee next. I always loved when I lived in San Francisco. Pete's had it on lockdown, man. They ran that town. And they had some bomb-ass muffins. One time, uh, they Pete's was like their Starbucks. There's like all these... In San Francisco Business District, right in the middle, that's where the punchline is. If you ever want to check out just good stand-up comedy in San Francisco, go to the punchline. It's the very first club I ever performed at, and it was owned by Bill Graham Presents. And it's now open, owned by uh, Clear Channel, and they're great people. But they used to, even the guys that are working there at Clear Channel used to work at Bill Graham Presents. Bill Graham Presents... You know, that's the guy who pretty much made the Grateful Dead. Not made them, but professionally, he got them to a different level. It's a booking house. It's a, it's a classic rock and roll, San Francisco, freaky, hippy-dippy scene. And they own the punchline. So my first check, I did stand-up. I uh, hosted for Mr. Dave Attell. And he was having his first week of a television show called Insomniac. And I lived at the Green Tortoise Hotel up in North Beach neighborhood, which is about three blocks up from uh, the punchline. Uh, you know, this the business district where the punchline is, is where I had a real job at, and that's where all the Pete's coffees that I would go to there. But this one real, I, I think I tempted down there one time, because between stand-up gigs or just trying to start stand-up, you know, I taught for a while, I lived in a hostel and worked the front desk for a while, I did all kinds of shit, but this one time, yo, I was, uh, I, I remember taking the BART, 
uh, that's their subway from this other neighborhood into downtown. I was wearing a, no, I wasn't wearing, it was casual Friday. But right when I walked out of the bar to the subway, there was Mr. T. Mr. T for real. Now this was during the days of uh, the dot-com boom. So the, all these internet, young internet companies had all this money. And I guess they were passing out like this new app or this new website and they hired Mr. T to plug it while people were coming off the subway. So, and I remember I smoked a couple one hitters before work that day and I had my Pete's coffee. I went in and then I came out and there was Mr. T, Mr. T for real with the chains and everything. And I, he was giving people high fives and passing out flyers. And I gave Mr. T a high five uh, right before I went into this uh, job that I hated, that I only wanted to do just because I was doing stand up and I needed the money. But it, was, it wasn't that bad. It was San Francisco, so everybody was cool there, actually. There was a lot of gay people in the office and some potheads. So I, they, weren't, they didn't care if I was too high, but I got to high five Mr. T right before I went into work. And that was a blast. Uh, and that was an amazing moment. And I was drinking Pete's coffee. It's just a really good, dark... The, all the Pete's coffee that I saw at the store that I was looking at was all dark roast. I want, I'm trying to find... If you got the hookup with Pete's, I'm trying to find a medium roast. Does Pete do a medium roast? Um, that's what I'm talking about. But uh, thanks for listening to this podcast. I don't know what else to say. I'm going to finish this coffee and finish the seltzer water, and I hope you have a nice day, and peace, love, rock on.